0: Hello and welcome to another podcast for the diplomat. I'm Luke Hunt and with me is Theolina Malbon. We're in Denpasar in uh, Bali, Indonesia and Theolina was one of the survivors of the Bali bombings in 2002 and she's part of a group that is spearheading a campaign to have the Sari Club turned into a peace park. Theolina, I'd like to start by asking you to take us back to that night in 2002. And just tell us in your own words, what happened?
1: Yes, at that night, I'm just passed with the car with two of my friends from our office because we have a party from our client. Suddenly, when we pass to Ligian street, the traffic is so very crowded and then not very long time. One sound is the bigger sound is coming, and I asking to the friends at the front seat what happened for our car. I'm not got the answer from two of the friends. The second sound is the bigger sound is coming, and then suddenly I still showing two of friends is lying already, and then. I don't know how many minutes, also lying with them.
0: And then you were unconscious and blinded by the explosion.
1: Yeah, after I didn't know uh, how many uh, how many minutes I'm lying and then I can get up, but I didn't know what happened in my eyes.
0: Okay, so we just go back a bit. So you're traveling in a car with several friends and you were stuck in traffic in Legune Street, which at that time of night, around midnight, it's extremely busy and you were approaching the Sari Club as the first bomb detonated and then the second one followed soon after.
1: Yeah. Before I didn't know that the sound is bomb, the sound of the bomb. In my mind, that's uh, like uh, just for traffic. Uh, from the car or electricity like that. I don't don't know before
0: uh, the... At the time, I believe that when the first bomb went off, people in the street thought that one of the electrical transmission units that's positioned near that intersection had exploded and that it was in fact an electrical fire, not a bomb.
1: I know that the situation is the bomb. After one week in the hospital, after I'm lying, then I told help, help, help like that in the in the car. But I didn't showing anymore. Just little bit uh, lighting in very far. And then at the at the car, just my mouth is help, help, help like that because I can't see. I try in my own to open the uh, the door of the car, but it's very hard. I can't. And then one hand is helping me like he take me out from the car. And then I don't know where we going, but I still talk help, help, help like that. One guy's helping me and he uh, take me to his car and then I didn't know uh, at his car already uh, any people also and then he take me to the SOS hospital in Kuta but SOS can't help me because full the people told to the, the guys bring her to Denpasar because here already full and then they take me out from the car and then put at the ambulance and then they bring me to army hospital in Denpasar. At that night, the doctor checked me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hear the doctor say her, her glasses broke. Mm-hmm. So she might operate at this night. Right. I didn't, I don't know what doctor doing to my eyes because there is no family before coming mm-hmm. and then I got operated at that night.
0: Okay. Tell me, it was several weeks before you realized that it was actually a bomb blast and that the bombing was carried out by the Islamic group jamia Islamia. What was your first reaction when you realized that it was a terrorist bombing and that so many people, more than 200, had been killed.
1: Uh, I didn't knowing who is Amrazi mm-hmm. I didn't knowing what is the uh, Jama Islamia. So in my pray, Lord, please give me the strength because mm. I never hate with them.
0: I might, I might just quickly add here that you are a Christian. And I think your faith has helped carry you through what's been a very difficult period over many years.
1: Yeah. It's very hard after that uh, situation. But I believe because before I'm a victim of Bali bombing, all the (laughs) trouble in the life I do with my own. So when I'm a victim at the Bali bomb, in my belief that God will help me. Right.
0: Now there's a big argument going on in Bali at the moment in regards to the site of the Surrey Club which has remained empty since the bomb was exploded uh, 17 years ago and the owners of the site, although there, there are again there are some arguments over who actually owns the site, however they've applied for planning permission to put a building up, a five story building I understand, for a restaurant. Now, a lot of people are against that. In fact, uh, the Australian Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, has come out and said that it should become a peace park, which is what you are fighting for. Can you just tell us what you would like to see in the peace park? What? How How do you think the victims should be remembered?
1: Yeah, because uh, this is a very sad story, yeah. Sad from the as I'm a victim. I'm also together with the consulate from Australia here in Bali, helping them to knowing who is the, exactly the landowner. Right. We go also to the uh, Bali government and then also go to the so many of that we go right. to help, to need helping them to knowing who is the uh, landowner exactly like that. And then mm-hmm. I got the number from Australia. The number name is Mr. Hadin. And then I talked to Mr. Hadi in Jakarta, by phone.
0: Now I understand that people have offered to purchase the site off the owners and to pay more than the commercial rates, but that the owners are holding out for more money.
1: I also meet with the landowner, mm-hmm. Ibulila Tania they told us first that they will build the uh, land to make a restaurant and then they give us the fifth level to prepare for the bppp bali peace park but on uh,
0: top of the building so yes. let's get let, let's get this straight uh, my understanding is that there's a building height limit of four floors anyway, Mm. and they're planning to build a five-story building Hmm. and basically give you the roof.
1: I'm not agree when the landowner share to us about the, they they will give us uh, the rooftop for the-
0: Right, (laughs) I think most people agree that, nor should you agree.
1: Yeah, because what? Because like this, uh not because the hiker but because we just until now still traumatic so sure we never strong to go there because until now i'm not very strong when go to the monument like an evening mm-hmm. time
0: right I, I i was there last night and i've been there many times and i have to say that kuta and that strip is quite depressing. The monument uh, opposite the Surrey Club, uh, I think it it looks lovely, Uh, but the strip is basically full of prostitutes and and down-and-out washed-up backpackers and people looking for cheap holidays. Mm. And then when you get to the Surrey Club outside, uh, I have spoken with the locals who look after it, and uh, I think they do a, a very good job. Uh, but it looks it 's like a it 's like a fish out of water the it doesn 't belong and in the sense that to put up a to put up a building like that would be simply to show an enormous amount of disrespect to the victims of the bombing and to history in terms of what actually happened there, which was part of a much wider civil conflict in Indonesia and around the region in terms of Islamic militancy and what they wanted, which was a caliphate across Southeast Asia. What do you want to see in the Peace Park?
1: Like now, you're knowing about the monument, right? Mm-hmm. When you go there, because you know already before that the uh, Bali bomb happened, so you're knowing that the monument. And all, all the
0: names are on the monument.
1: Yeah, but people, children, when they birthed in 2002, mm-hmm. but now they are already 15, like, uh, 16 years old. Sure. But they didn't knowing about the, the story, what, what happened at that place. So hopefully, when the Bali Peace Park happened there, mm-hmm. that the place to educate people. Right. Not to be sad, but to educate people why that monument there right. and then why so many knowledge can happen there. And also if the uh, Bali government or Badung region knowing how to educate that story to the next generation. So they knowing, oh, this is the uh, bomb that happened in Bali, the biggest in Indonesia. like.
0: Right. It was was dreadfully sad what happened and uh, so many Indonesians uh, and of course, a lot of Australians and other nationalities were among the dead. And there are a lot more wounded as well. I mean, we tend to talk about the death toll, but the number of survivors uh, is also the number of wounded and injured who were hurt by the blast and their lives have been uh, changed forever. I understand. Also, you'd like a garden setting
1: Yeah, like a museum.
0: So, across between a garden, yeah. a museum, for the education of young children, mm. to let people know mm. what happened, how it happened, and why it should never happen again.
1: Some of the family, they lose their wife or husband there, right? right? But they didn't never ever showing what the body lying. Like. Right. So. If the Bali Peace Park there, family can, uh, when they come there, they feel like a memory, good memory to the husband or to the wife.
0: or To, to commemorate.
1: The, yeah, to memorize.
0: To commemorate their deaths, to remember them. Yeah. Where do you think this proposal for a Peace Park will go? I think you mentioned the other night that you'd like to see a decision made on the Peace Park by the end of this year. Do you think that's possible?
1: I think that's uh, possible if they work together. Right. They work together and they knowing what the Peace Park use, mm-hmm. not just for Bali area, not just for to Indonesia, but to the world because 22 country already there.
0: Right. Now I've spoken to quite a few of the victims, recently and it was interesting to hear their response because they seem quite unanimous in that what they would like to see is that the government guarantees that there will be no more terrorist attacks they're still frightened of terrorist attacks they're still frightened of Islamic militancy the second issue they would like to see is education and not just of what happened that night but they'd like to see Uh, guarantees for their children, access to education and jobs, and that some of the victims of the blast have actually been stigmatised by broader society here because of their their wounds, their scars. Uh, There's one lady in uh, Java who's suffered horrendous burns and can't go outside. And when she does go outside, she's been asked not to sit at a restaurant. And then it's about the Peace Park.
1: I'm not believe that government in Indonesia can guarantee will not happen again but now as a victim so many asking to the government of Indonesia to helping us my friends also in Java when the bomb happened uh, his body is a burn like a 60% mm-hmm. until now, until now, same like me, until now, we still check up, go to the hospital, go to the doctor. And then thanks God that Indonesia gov- government from 2005 can help us to give a service to check up our, our body to the hospital like that. Sure and also for education of the children.
0: Right. The education of the children, of the survivors, has become a big issue. And you've got a book out, which is bilingual, Luca Bombali, and it details a lot of the issues confronting the victims. And you have one victim who then relies on her husband, who then has to quit his job or close down their business so he can look after his wife, then there's no money coming into the family, the children can't go to school, uh, their access to uh, university is then somewhat limited, and their future is quite bleak. I was quite stunned by that, and we're talking about, I think, 43 families and more than 100 people? Yeah,
1: there are the three family in the in our foundation. So we need helping to the children because mostly the wife now from the Bali bombing, they didn't have the skill to working, right. to get money. So uh, one foundation from Australian people helping a family for the school, for the children victim. Right. And then Bali Bomb 2, the 2005.
0: This was the one in Jimbaran. Yes. Right.
1: So until now, they still needed help to go to school.
0: Now, the timing of the bombing was interesting in that uh, Hambali, who planned the bombing, mostly in from Cambodia, actually, but they timed the bomb to go off at midnight and their reasoning was that only bad people mm-hmm. go out at midnight. Now, I understand that because you were caught in traffic and you were late getting home, that your mother could not believe that you were a victim of the bombing because you were out after 10 o'clock.
1: Yeah, mostly people knowing that the in the area, mostly people come there to get the entertain in Bali, special entertain at the night.
0: Yeah, it's a big nightclub area. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's great. It's not what it was. I think it was far more family-orientated back then, but these days it's slipped a little bit. But
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so, and, and your mother, she...
1: Yeah, my mother didn't believe that I'm a victim when the Bali bomb happened.
0: Because you're a good girl.
1: Yeah, because I never ever before could go to the bar like that and then go to the coffee like that until midnight. Right. No, Never. My mom tell me she already sleep and then they call to my mom. The guys told to her, I'm a trouble in Nakuta and as a victim, Bali bomb. And he didn't believe that I'm there. Uh, Mom called the police and then they seeing me, uh, showing me at the army hospital.
0: I mean, I have before me one of the, I just read this briefly from... One of the victims, uh, Adani. Mm -hmm. Living a life full of scars was not easy for Adani. She didn't have any other choices besides facing people's scorn. At the beginning, Adani felt down with her physical condition. It made her embarrassed to go out of her house. After the surgery, I felt so down, she said. What the scars, why they look like that. How ugly I was, I was embarrassed to go out and this seems to be a common problem for many of the victims
1: yeah uh, <laughs> uh, I think that mostly the victim took like that right so but
0: which often happens with victims that they feel they are somehow responsible for the injuries that have been inflicted upon them, which is, of course, is nonsense. Mm-hmm. They are not responsible, they are, they are victims. But it, it's a well-known psychology that this often happens. Victims of rape, victims of uh, terrorist bombings, victims in war zones, uh, they often believe that they are somehow responsible for the injuries inflicted by others
1: yes some of the victim until now is not um, very very good because until now some of the victims still have trouble in their in their body like what mm-hmm. do you know the gothri when the shrapnel yeah shrapnel
0: and a lot of the body they, they still have shrapnel right and it takes a long time for that, me- the metal can eventually hmm. work its way out, but it's a painful process.
1: Yeah, that's why they're not very interested to talk again about that.
0: Another chapter from the book, which I think is a thoroughly good read, uh, Luca Bombali, hmm. uh, there's a line here from another victim, Arsini, and it says, Asini, Asini still held a grudge against the terrorists, after the 2005 Bali bombing, which was, of course, the one at Jimbaran, yeah. Arsini could not relieve her resentment. I still held a grudge because they hurt innocent people. They killed many people. I was so vindictive to them for such actions they did. Arsini claimed that she would never forget what the terrorists had done. Now, uh, uh, there's another story in here about one man who basically got himself arrested. He, uh, he went out and bought illegal drugs, went to the police, had himself arrested so that he could be placed in the same prison as the Bali bombers so he could kill them, which I thought was extraordinary. Now, there is speculation that the bombers who remain in prison will be released from jail Uh, quite soon. Can you forgive those people and do you think that they should be released back into society?
1: With my religion, we must give us, but the rule of the law must happen with who's making the bomb. So I think that the punish for the people who's doing bomb must be jail, but police helping them to prepare about how they know what they do is wrong so hopefully the police or other organization can help them like um, that
0: sure we're talking about rehabilitation and whether or not they can be reintegrated Mm. with the broader society Mm. have you forgiven them
1: yeah after i know known about situation and then one journalist asking me, have you give them for the, the bone? Yes, God already gave me His blessing. So. Okay.
0: And on that note, which is slightly more positive than the way we started out, Theolina, I'd like to thank you very much.
1: Thank you, sir.